You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. And it's yet another podcast. With me is Louis Ragoni. Dolphins, all right. Football season is damn near upon us, Mike. It's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's going to be a long two weeks, but it's getting there. (laughs) Yeah, it is going to be a long two weeks. But you know what? I am extremely happy right now. I cannot wait till the season starts. I know Dolphins out there feel the same way. You know, we've got to get this thing rolling here. It's been a long, long off season. Well, the thing that makes it probably more exciting than it would normally be is, you know, we open up against the Patriots and and, uh, you couldn't ask for a better opening game to get Mm -hmm. your blood flowing, you know? Agreed. Absolutely. One of the teams we detest the most, right? Maybe that, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, it goes in cycles, doesn't it? I mean, who do you, who do you dislike the most in our division? Well, you know, Lou, it's always been the Jets for me, but you know, (laughs) As long as the Jets have been bad, and they've been bad a real long time, right? you still always wonder how you're going to do against them because it never seems to matter what the records are. You know, the games are usually tough. Okay, so in a long roundabout way, you said the Jets. I did. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to say the Patriots. They've been a thorn in our side since Marino days. Well, you know? yeah, they um, have. I mean, and, and the Bills, you know, you the people up there, you know, they they hate us, and uh, that's and, that's a whole other. And we thing. hate I mean, them yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. I, it, it it's not Mike. It's just a matter of who I hate just the most. One. Right? It is. I I dislike all three of them, but the Patriots are head and heels above the other ones right now because of Brady and because of Belichick and because of them winning all these damn Super Bowls. Uh, but, you know, with, with going back to what you said, you know, we've done very well against uh, the Patriots over the years, even with Brady at the at the helm. In Miami. So, in Miami, part. right. But regardless, you know, we've done well. You know, we usually split with them. So, you know, whereas we've had seasons against the Bills where they just, you know – Oh my God! When they had Jim Kelly and those guys, that was a rough, a rough, rough time. But you know what? They, this kid Allen's been doing okay too. Yeah, I know. We're gonna have to deal with him now for years. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it does go in cycles for me. But it for a long time, it's been the Patriots who I detest the most in the division. And um, getting back to what your initial point was, yes. Um, Opening up against them is awesome. I mean, it's it's an important win. It's a uh, it's a game now, Mike. That and we'll, we'll do the preview show um, what next Wednesday, a week uh-huh. from tonight. Um, but it's a game now that's looking more and more, in my opinion, like a very winnable football game. Um, or I at think least, you're counting chickens. Well, listen, you know, anytime you go up against a rookie quarterback in his first game. Okay, if they, you know, we talked about this a little bit during the week um, once they made the decision or a couple days ago when they made the decision to um, wave Cam Newton. Uh, 
you know, anytime you're going against a rookie quarterback in his very first game, it's a it's a good thing, I think. You know, I mean, whereas if we were going up there a month into the season where he had three or four games under his belt, I think, you know, he's going to be in a better position, a better situation. I think we're, you know, we're going into a good situation with a rookie quarterback, number one. They lost Gilmore, number two. Gilmore is going to be out for a while. He will not be playing game one. He's one of their best defensive players. So those are two positives, you know, going into this game that we didn't necessarily have a couple of weeks ago. Uh, We didn't do a great job of defending Cam Newton last year, and that was my concern, you know, going into this game that, you know, he he killed us last year, and is he going to do much of the same? And he didn't have to pass the ball an awful lot to do it. And they still were able to, you know, they they were still somewhat successful against us. Lucky for him because his passing wasn't all that great. Yeah, exactly. So with all that being said, you know, our defense against a rookie quarterback, uh, you mentioned this, you know, you can mention it. I'll have you say, what did you tell me the other day when we were discussing this in regard to the defense? Well, I mean, you think our defense would have an advantage. Uh, you know, they can disguise coverages. They can they can do things to mess what the rookie said. Exactly. Right. So it's positive, I think. But, you know, you got to give Belichick some credit, too, as much as they hate to do it. And you got to feel like he's going to have his team prepared. So, you know, we'll have to see how it shakes out. They're going to be, but we know our team's going to be prepared. They may be prepared, but I know our team's going to be prepared, Mike. You think so? I do. Yeah. I do. Good. I agree with you. I definitely do. (laughs) So we saw a bunch of uh, transactions this week. Yes. We got the final cut down, and I'm not going to go through all the final cut down because everybody by now knows it. Right. Uh, But what I will do is go through who they have signed to their practice squads thus far. Okay. Yeah, that was news today, right? Yes. So yes. maybe that maybe well, by the time they listen to this, they'll probably have that as well. But it's good to talk about some of the guys that you know that were waived that we didn't want to see go, and uh, some of the guys that came back, right? Well, what they did today, Lou, is they signed Elijah Campbell off of waivers, and he was waived by the Jets, mm-hmm. and uh, we lost, uh, and we waived Jamal Perry in that process. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Perry was claimed by the uh, Patriots. Okay. So uh, we lost him. Uh, right. He was somebody they wanted to get on their practice squad. That didn't happen. The wide receiver. Yep. Yep. So uh, they'll have Perry. They can squeeze for information <laughs> and uh, see if they can figure anything out. And that Flores was asked about that today. And he says, listen, we're not going to change much of anything, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's, this is a common thing, and it, right. they're not worried about it. Right. Isn't it funny, though, that, you know, <laughs> he picked up a guy. And you know what? He is going to try and milk him for information. Of course There's he no is. no question about it. He hey, is. what's this guy's weakness? You know, blah, 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 blah. What's Tua like to do? So on and so forth, you know. And hopefully this guy gives him all the wrong information. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, – <laughs> He'll be like, screw those guys. They waived me. Uh, you know, I've got no, yep. you know. No allegiance to them. No allegiance to the team. The hell with them, you know. I'm going to screw them over. But um, with all that being said, listen, the, the team that plays the best and has the better talent out there is going to win that football game. That's you know? it. Regardless of Belichick's bullshit. So on our practice squad, 
Uh, we're bringing back Kurt Merritt, wide yes. receiver. We're very happy about that, aren't uh-huh. we? Yep. Reed Stennett, the quarterback who played real well uh, last week. Yep. Like that, too. Running back Gerard Dokes. Like that as well. Running back Patrick Laird. Oh, Laird they brought back to the practice squad as well, huh? Yes. Okay, that one I didn't see. Very good. Uh, linebacker Calvin Munson. Offensive okay. lineman Adam Pinky, And mm-hmm. uh, cornerback Javarius Davis. Gotcha. Now, all those seven people practice today with the team. In mm-hmm. addition, they're bringing back offensive guard uh, Duval Quarez Nito. Okay. Uh, defensive end uh, Jabal uh, Sherrod. Running back Jordan Scarlett and uh, linebacker Shaquine Griffin. Wow. So they brought three, they kept three running backs on the roster and then brought three back. Right. On the practice squad. Now, there is a rule this year where they can bring up any one player twice to the 53 and actually play them. So should uh, one of the uh, running backs on our current roster get hurt? Mm-hmm. They have an out. You know, they have a way to bring somebody up and let them play and bring them and back down them back. after the game. Yep. Which is something they could do with Merritt in week one since Fuller's out. If they want to, yes. If they want to, exactly. Yep. I mean, right now, you know, you've got – I mean, Preston Williams is healthy again, right? So you've got Parker, Preston, Waddell, Grant, Albert Wilson, Hollins – you got six guys there. I yep. mean, do you do you need a seventh guy? I well, don't know. That's what they'll have to figure out. Yep. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll do something else. You never know. And we did lose a couple of players that we waived. Uh, Merrick, the tight end, signed with the Giants, and Benito Jones signed with the Chiefs. Okay, gotcha. So we, we lost those two players as well. Well, we figured Jones was going to get picked up by somebody. I'm surprised by that move. I really am, but... You know, I guess the talent that uh, was around them, they they valued more, obviously. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so that's that's it for the uh, practice squad so far. Um, you know, it, it, they'll sign more players tomorrow. Well, how many can be on the practice squad these days? Well, if Nito is on there, seventeen. If he's not, then sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Whatever happened to the days of five or seven, whatever it was? You know, it's. you remember what I told you about numbers last week, that they needed more numbers? (laughs) This is why, Lou. (laughs) Listen, Mike, you can defend that comment all you want. The bottom line is, is that zero to 99 is 100 numbers, and there's not 100 guys on the field. Right. These players. How many numbers have been retired? No, not 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 twenty. No, but not far from it, right? Let's just move on. How's that? Okay. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the roster and actually the way it shakes out. Okay, let's shake it out. All right. Now at quarterback, uh I'm I'm guessing you feel pretty good about the quarterback position. Uh you've got Tua and you've got uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I mean I listen, the preseason both of these guys look pretty damn good, right? I and thought so. We were we were very much concerned, you know, and I don't care who says they weren't. You have to be somewhat concerned. But I'll tell you what, Brissett, you know, two of we were expecting an improvement over, right? You know, right. we were we, – you had to expect it because this isn't – what we saw of him last year isn't what 
we heard or, you know, had seen in college and, you know, all of his. Look, I put it off to his health. I just don't think he was healthy. And I I still stand by that. You know, I think he's much healthier this offseason. I think it shows. Well, he's he's more Mike. I I think even more so he's more prepared. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, I honestly I mean, and I get what you're saying, you know, in regard to the. um, He looked weak last year. Physical. Yeah, his physical. But. He was not prepared, and I think that hurt him more so than it did his physical capabilities because he just didn't seem, you know, he didn't seem like he knew what he was doing. He didn't feel confident in what he was doing. He looks very, very different in that way this year. But both both things contributed to it. So, you know, long story short, yes, he's much improved. We do feel good about him. The guy that I'm, I was very happy with was Brissette. I mean, Brissett just looked phenomenal. I mean, he looked like a guy that's just very confident as well. Uh, he came in and he ran that offense and got the ball down the field and just moved around in the pocket really well. He's a big, strong guy that can run the football around by the goal line if you want to bring him in like you know Indianapolis did in certain packages to where he can sneak it in from the one-yard line. You got another running back back there if you do that. Um, right. And I wouldn't be shocked if they if they don't do that. I mean, if they if they did that over and over again this year, to where they brought him in down by the goal line to take some snaps and possibly run it in or do whatever is necessary. So yes, I'm very happy with the quarterback position right now. So at running back, you've got uh, Salvin Ahmed, you got mm-hmm. Malcolm Brown, and you got Miles Gaskin. Right. How yep. do you feel about that position? Um, pretty good. Again, you know, there any all three of those guys showed a little bit of something during the preseason, and then, you know what? They didn't have a ton of opportunities either. I mean, you know, they were looking at Dokes in this last game pretty much the whole game, and right. Scarlett and and Laird was in there quite a bit. Ahmed and the few opportunities that he had catching the football out of the backfield. I mean, he looks like a guy that can just do it all. He looked very, very comfortable in catching the football. He looks quick, uh, too. He's quick. It, absolutely. Gaskin is just, you know, he just impresses you more and more every time you see him. Um, he's turned himself into a fantastic football player, and I think he's going to be an extremely productive player for us. And Malcolm Brown's going to be our bruiser. And, uh, you know, he he ran the ball hard in the second game, uh, much improved over the first game we saw with him. So, I you know, I feel pretty good about those three guys. Yes, I think we're fine. So it's okay that we didn't draft a running back? Uh, You know, (laughs) listen, these guys are all pretty solid football players. Um, Are they, you know, a guy that we could have had in the first round this year? Probably not, right? I mean, Probably you know, we, you know, we, I talked to you about this before, you know, the kid that got drafted by Pittsburgh, the running back, you know, I think he's just going to be phenomenal for that Nige football Harris. team. Nige, I mean, the Steelers always tend to just, you know, pull a rabbit out of their hat or, you know, I mean, it, that's what they do. You know, he fell to them and, you know, he right? Don't you feel he's like the perfect fit? You know, in Pittsburgh, he's going to be another one of these Jerome Bettis types, you know, or, you know, they just could levy on Bell for those couple of years. But I they think just, Waddle will help Tua as much as Najee Harris would have. Yeah. Well, we'll see. 
you know, you'll, we'll see, you know, how that all unfolds. But, you know, with all that being said, I'm happy with the running back position, Mike. But, you know, at some point, um, you know, and maybe it's going to come next year or the year thereafter, I think they do have to go out and just get a top-notch running back. It just brings such an element to your football team. And look at, look at, look at Henry in Tennessee and what he does for that whole team that threat of the run. You just took the best guy in the league and, and stuck him on Tennessee. Well, I mean, but, you know, I mean, look what he did for Tannehill and the rest of the team. That's oh, my yeah, point. Of course. You know, if you get a guy like that, think about, you know, think about what Tua can do with play action in that situation. And, uh, you know, when the guys have to creep up close to the line, you know, I mean, you know, it's a, a, a top-notch running back like that, even in Baltimore, you know, with the way they run the football, Mike, you look at that team and okay, let's go with, let's go with some of the teams that made the playoffs last year, like the Colts, for example, and Tennessee and the team I mentioned prior to that. Pittsburgh. Well, no, not so much no. Pittsburgh because they didn't run the ball very well last year. But the teams that I mentioned, the three teams I mentioned, they ran the football extremely well that, uh, last year, and they got into the playoffs. You know, simply because they're running. You know, they just did a great job of running the football, and it set everything else for them. It's everything else up for them. You know, Baltimore was not a good you know, pass happy football team. They they did it strictly on the quarterback running the ball and their their stable of running backs. And they play very solid defense. Um Tennessee doesn't have much of a defense. They got by strictly on, you know, the running game and then, you know, working off of the running game in their passing situation. The Colts, uh, they just ran the ball extremely well last year. I mean, Phillip Rivers had a very subpar year. The receivers weren't great. They had a solid defense and they were a playoff team. You know, so, you know, a running back at some point, Mike, you know, other than the stable of guys, you know, I think we have to at some point address it and get, you know, a, a guy that's just able to just kick ass for us, you know, on, a, on he's a threat on every down. You know, when you defend us right now, you know, Gaskin is going to be an afterthought. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to, you know, say, hey, you know, we have to stop Miles Gaskin in order to beat the Dolphin football team. They're going to look elsewhere. And that's all I'm saying is that, you know, we want to get a guy that's a legitimate threat back there. The teams are going to have to defend against and worry about. Well, you know, I, I, I do think we're still a finesse team. I, I don't think we're a team that's going to be running 20 times a game on as a regular you know, rule. Well, um, balanced, Mike. We want yeah, balance. Yeah, they want balance, but I think that it's still gonna it's still gonna lean towards the passing game. So you want? I mean, you're okay with Tua dropping back forty times a game? Because honestly, I'm not. I don't. I don't. Well, I, it's not what I'm okay with. It's what I think is going to end up happening. Right. Well, it's going to happen this year because of what we've just been talking about for the last five minutes. And, and it, these are, you know, to me, these are receiving backs. These these are yes. backs that are going to excel at receiving the ball. Exactly. So. Yep. You got it. Hey, listen, you got to play to your personnel, right? Yep. And right now this is our personnel. I mean, you look around this team and um, what's interesting is, you know, we've got all these tight ends on the field. Um, they're going to be used in both situations. You know, um, they give you a lot of options. I mean, I love the fact that we've got all these capable tight ends because the ball can go to any of them. At any point. Well, maybe the reason you have all those tight ends is to help you in the running game when you need it. Exactly. 
but at the same token, you can pass out of those formations. Yep. You know, with the amount of tight ends we have, we have four of them. Uh, all four of them made the squad. You know, we were talking about uh, the top four at least. Well, you, five. That's right. Yeah. Who's the fifth one? Well, I don't know. You're not thinking of. There's Shaheen. There's Smythe. There's Carter. There's Long. Carter. And Carter. Carter is the one that I missed. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we we saw Smythe, Shaheen, and Gasicki, right? And right. Hunter Long. We spent the draft pick on. Um, you know, I mean, it's just really, really interesting the fact that they have so many tight ends, tight ends on this roster. You're going to see a lot of double tight end formations, which I, I absolutely love. I don't know how you feel about it, but I have no problem with them. I love it. I love where you know they, they you know they do the play action, and you know you've got these guys running patterns, uh, crossing the fields, doing you know doing outs, whatever the case may be. Kasiki going down the middle of the field, it just gives you. A I ton think it of helps options. you. In, it helps you in the red zone. I think. Oh yeah, without a question of a doubt, absolutely, absolutely. At receiver, you've got uh, Albert Wilson, right? Pa- Devontae Parker, mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle. Preston Williams, Jakeem Grant, and Mac Hollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you and, feel about that group? And then in week two, we get Fuller back as well. Right. How can you not feel good about this group? I mean, you know, we had to depend on Jakeem Grant a lot last year, right? Because of injury. Right. Um, but you think about all the guys that are basically going to be in front of him at this point. Uh, you know, Fuller. Parker. Well, they're all in front of him as far as I'm concerned. Wilson. Yeah. Well, with the exception. Well, Hollins may be too at this point. You're you're, you're probably right. Um, But, you know, Grant probably, unless it's a gadget play, we're probably, or, you know, a bubble screen or something to that effect, we're not going to see him in there an awful lot because you've got Wilson who can do that and you've got Waddle who can do that. Right. right? So, and then you've got the big, strong guys like Parker and Preston Williams. And Fuller, who can do both. I mean, to me, Fuller's a strong kid, but he's also got some nice speed. I mean, he can get down the field. Uh, you know, you've got guys, and then you've got Hollins, who's pretty pretty big guy, right? He, six, he, he, looks, like, he looks like a tight end. Yeah, me, he's 6'4", you know? 221. He's a big kid. So, you know, you've got your big guys, you've got your little guys, and uh, you've got a, com- a good combination there. It's a nice I, mix. I love the receiving core. I really do. I mean, if Fuller plays up to where he should and he gives you that, you know, he's he's number one status type receiver. I mean, you know, we've always said Parker should not be a number one. He should be a number two. And, boy, I'll tell you what, with Fuller on the opposite side, you know, Parker should excel. I mean, a lot of man-to-man coverage. He's very good in that. You know, you throw balls up to him, he's going to come down with most of them. And then you got Waddle. Um, and, and Albert Wilson, I mean, there's just a lot of guys to worry about in this offense. I mean, I love it. I mean, it, they've really turned this – I mean, you look at the roster and the offense is the big question mark as far as I'm concerned. But as you look at them on paper, Mike, they look pretty damn good at the skill positions, don't they? Well, yeah. If, there, if there's a question, it's obviously the offensive line. Right, which I, I guess we're going to get into right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. You've, you've got Michael Dieter, who's going to be a first-time center. Mm-hmm. How will he do? Anybody's right. guess, right? Right, yeah. you got uh, Robert Jones, a uh, backup guard. You've got Solomon Kinley, who is a bit of a question mark himself. Uh, Greg Mintz, 
I don't know where they have him, where they're going to play him. I guess he's a guard. Who, Mintz? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's back, He's our backup center to Dieter. He's the only guy on the roster now that can play center other than Dieter. You know, he's played center guard and tackle uh, as, yeah. as I look at this. Yeah, I mean, he can probably play them all, but, you know, yeah. he's basically brought in just in case Dieter yep. goes down. There's not another center on the roster. Right. Um, now, the starters are who, Mike? I think you were just mentioning all the backups. Well, I'm, I'm reading who's here as as they're listed. Robert Hunt would be a guard. He's and, starting. And, right, and Austin Jackson. Tackle. You know, right, and Eichenberg is starting at left guard, another, another guy who hasn't played in an NFL game. If he's healthy. We don't know if he's going to be ready to start or not. Well, from what I'm seeing here, they don't have him on the injury report right now. Okay. He's he's off the injury report. I mean, well, everybody that's, that's good. Albert Wilson is questionable at this point. And again, you know, we're still two weeks away from the um, you know from the actual game. Shaheen is questionable as well. So that's our guys on offense. Everybody well, else. Two more they, I didn't mention, Lou. Uh, you have Greg Little who's a tackle, and of course Jesse Davis. Right, Davis is our starting right tackle. Yep. So um, what, how they have it is, you know, just because we jumped around a little bit, you got Jackson starting at left tackle, uh, Eichenberg left guard, Dieter at center, Hunt at right guard, and Davis at right tackle. Right. So, uh, you know, if – So they've got Kinley on the bench in favor of Eichenberg. Correct. They've got him playing behind Eichenberg, which I think is – you know, do, the only reason that Kinley was playing a little bit more than what he was was simply because Eichenberg got hurt. Because right. we saw from the beginning that both him and Dieter were both in regard to the depth chart ahead of everybody else. And that's how it panned out in the end. That's where we're at. I mean, so, so what line, didn't even what line do you favor? What's that? What line do you favor? Um, what offensive line do I favor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the this where it's at right now. That's where it needs to be. That's, so I you mean, agree. You like it the way it is. I like it the way it is. I mean, Kinley, you know, he's still a big question mark. And, yeah. um, you know, if Eichenberg came in and beat him out, then he deserves to be in there. The same with Dieter beating out Skura. I mean, you know, Mike, the thing is this, is that, uh, you know, we've got question marks, like you said. I mean, th- this is the big issue on this team right now. And, um you know, it's going to make or break us this year, and it's going to affect Tua as well, if you think about it. I mean, if, Tua has, if Tua has time to throw, you got to feel confident in the fact that he's going to get the job done for the most part, right? Um, the running game, you know, we don't have a guy that across, you know, on our roster right now that's going to really do a lot of creating on his own, so to speak, right? We don't have that type of running back that can make uh, something out of nothing, is, you know, is where I'm coming from. So, you know, it's going to be somewhat of a challenge if this offensive line fails us. And, you know, there is that possibility. I mean, if there is a negative on this football team, it, it's definitely this offensive line. I mean, well, you some know, of these guys have not developed quick enough. And, uh, you know, it remains to be seen whether they will. I mean, Jackson, to me, looked worse in this tra- in this training camp than he did last year. Right. But we'll mm-hmm. see. You know, we'll see. And uh, Davis, to me, is an average tackle as well. I don't think he's anything more than that. Um, I mean, that's where we're at right now. I mean, you look at that line 
as a whole. And, you know, you, you don't really feel comfortable with any, any one of the five right now. Mm, now I, I kind of feel comfortable with Hunt. I think he's going to be fine. Okay. So you got one out of five, Mike. Yep. So we're so we're comfortable with 20% of the line. Yep. And, and I'm comfortable with 0% of uh-huh. the line right now. Now, I mean, Dieter and Eichenberg may go out and just, you know, blow our doors off. We don't know. We haven't right. seen we either have, one of them. We haven't seen enough of Dieter to be able to tell. Or Eichenberg. Exactly. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. And then Jackson and Davis, we talked about. And and Hunt, you know, he you, you're right. He may very well be the, 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 uh, the solid guy there among those five. But, you know, I kind of question him as well. So this offensive He's, line. He is a... a a pretty good run blocker, and um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's been terrible in, in pass protection. He's not great, but he hasn't been terrible. Right. So, uh, you know, that, that area of his game I would expect to improve. Um, if he can push people out of the way for the running game, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, agreed. I mean, you look at now, Mike, the depth at the tackle position, if Jackson or Davis goes down, and there's really not a lot of depth there either. Greg you know, I mean. Greg Little, and yeah. uh, I'll tell you, I mean, we're thin there. So we got to pray that these guys play well, number one, and number two, they stay healthy. Stay healthy. That's the big um, thing. You know, if you look, you know, look at this team going forward, you know, that's a situation where you almost think it has to be addressed next year. Or, well, we do have Adam Penke on the uh, practice squad. Practice so squad, right. That's, which that's their uh, false, you know, fall gap fall gap yep all right uh, so that's the offense as a whole all right so who do they got starting on the defensive line okay so on the defensive side you've got a nice group of defensive tackles i, I like the guys that we have there mike um raekwon davis um john jakins well let's let's just talk about the whole defensive line agba wilkins i mean it's a good group you know the, the three starters are agba Raquan Davis and and Christian Wilkins, at least those are the guys that are um, number one on the depth chart. Right. And, and then behind them, you got Butler, Jenkins, and Siler. And I mean, that's a nice, you know, nice group there. You know, you got six solid players there. You agree with that? Well, yeah, they're going to need them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you need defense, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, these six guys are, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're a solid group. Well, that position, as much as any, uh, you know, they come in and out of the game and in and out of the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's interesting that Wilkins, you know, plays that right end position. You know, they've moved him off of that um, that inside, which we, you know, we all thought initially that he was going to be an inside player, nose tackle, you know, and um, he basically works more towards the outside now. Um, from what we're seeing in, you know, in this 3-4 defense. Um, right. But that's because they drafted Davis. Right. I think they're all interchangeable, though, to be honest. Which, I mean, you they can are. see Wilkins move inside. You can see Siler move inside or outside. Um, it, you know what? They're, they're a good group. So, I, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with them in regard to our roster. And you're on the same page, right, in regard yeah, to this? I mean, the biggest question is, can they stop the run? And that we're going to find out. Right. They did a pretty good job last year. Um, you know, in years past, as we've watched Dolphin football teams, even when they had Sue here, I mean, they they were just not a good team no. against the run at times. I mean, they, they just got exposed incredibly. I mean, we're looking at it, and it's like, God, this team 
Our defense should be much better on paper. They're much better, and they just always seem to underachieve. Um, whereas this defense, especially last year, I thought they did a really, really good job for the most part against the run all last season. So, you know, and that's an um, you know that's everybody contributing across the board. So, um, you know, I think we're going to be good. I think this is a good group of six there. Um, you know, we can go under the linebacker situation and. Um, you know, that's an interesting group. I mean, it's a little more dicey. It's a little more dicey, exactly. You've got Van Ginkle and you got Jerome Baker, who you feel pretty strong about. Um, past that, you know, they have uh, Roberts and Scarlett penciled in as our other starters at this point, um, with Equivon and Phillips being backups along with Duke Riley. Um, it's not a deep group, Mike. No, it's not. I mean, you know, when you've got Scarlett, and you know what? Maybe he's a better football player. We don't know an awful lot about him. Maybe he's a better football player than what we're giving him credit for. But, um, you know, as far as depth is concerned, there's not an awful lot of depth there as well if we lose a guy like, say, a Baker or a Van Ginkel. Um, You know, you expect uh, Jalen Phillips to get a lot of playing time to be in in pass rushing situations, and hopefully he makes his presence known. I mean, this is why we drafted him, right, in the first round. Um, That's it. Our pass rush was was non-existent in games last year. Um, And, oh, my God, there were games where, you know, we're sitting there talking as we're watching, and we're like, look at this. This guy's sitting flat-footed, the quarterback, for four or five seconds with nobody around him. You know, no pressure whatsoever. And, you know, that was usually in situations when we were just having, you know, a four-man rush. Um, you know, when when we were at our best is when we were scheming and we were sending blitzes and we were confusing the quarterback and the other team's offense. But in regard to a straight rush, um, it just wasn't there when we did that, to, you know, when we played that sort of defense. Right. We, we did not do any blitzing. And that has got to change. You know, you've got to have a guy that at least somewhere across that defensive line, it breaks down the pocket and it gets the quarterback off his mark and, and gets him moving in, in one direction or the other. And we just didn't see enough of that last year. So hopefully Phillips is going to add that, um, you know, add that, uh, to our defense hopefully <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully uh, you know in time maybe not the first game we'll see yeah well let's hope he comes out in game one and just you know blows it up uh-huh. we'll see the next lawrence taylor right that or the next jason taylor how yep. about that forget about lawrence taylor let's let's go with jason taylor the so, possibility is there possibility's got to be there i mean you know these number one draft picks you know we're talking about him we already talked about Waddle on the offensive side. You know, they have to contribute, you know, and I, I think that these guys, you know, that they have to do it, you know, maybe not in game one, but, you know, we need to start seeing, you know, some real solid football players. And we talk about this all the time. We've got a really, really solid team, right? But we need some stars on this. You know, we need some star power. We have to have some of these guys become stars in the NFL. Um, you know, it's great to have a real solid football team, but what's going to put you over the top are guys that are that are stars. You know, a guy like Xavier Howard. We need a couple more guys like that across, you know, we a, do. across 
across both sides of the field. You know, so it's got to come at some point. You know, these guys have got to become, you know, Pro Bowl type players. You know, we don't want X-Man being the only guy representing us in the Pro Bowl every year. I mean, it, you know, and then you don't see anybody even being considered, you know, other than, of course, our kicker, Sanders. I mean, you know, I think he's a Pro Bowl caliber player. So we have to have some of these other younger guys develop into that. Well, in my head, I, I see Byron Jones playing to his ability. I see uh, Javon Holland coming in and making an impact when he gets his opportunity. Yes. You know, and, and you see Jalen Phillips providing that pass rush you're looking for. Yes. So, that's I what mean, we're hoping for. These are possibilities. So, it's not to say we don't have it. We just got to see it. We just got to see it. You know, we've got to, these guys have got to be the guys. And, uh, you know, it's a good lead in into our secondary. Um, um, I'm, I'm very happy with our, you know, our starters there. Um, you know, McCordy is penciled in as the starter right now. But, um, you know, I think we're both on the same page in regard to Holland eventually just taking that spot over. He's just he's just been getting rave, rave reviews during camp. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's a bit of a ball hawk. Ball hawk and, you know, just a solid, solid football player from, from what everybody's saying. I mean, he's got the ability to become a Pro Bowl type player. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you – when you put him in there with the two cornerbacks we have and Howard and Jones, and then you put in a guy that's just overlooked in Eric Rowe, who you know just goes out and does his job, and he's become become a very very solid football player at that uh, safety position. Um, you know he doesn't make a lot of mistakes back there. He tackles well. Uh, you know there's a lot. A lot of good things that come from him. Uh, that that's you know that's just a fantastic secondary. Um, Archuleta during our last um, telecast, you know, our la- our last game that was televised, uh, made comment to that that you know we have the capability of being one of the best secondaries in in football, and he truly believes that they're going to be. And uh, you know, you throw Holland into that mix at some point. And he plays the way he should be playing in the NFL, or what what they expect out of him. Then, um, you know, that gives you that gives you a really really solid uh, secondary back well, there. He was the uh, you know first safety taken in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, he was. And um, you know, we uh, you know, in in regard to backups and and the guys playing behind him, Justin Coleman's a veteran, so you got to feel somewhat comfortable with him. I mean, he knows the game of football. He's been around a little bit. Nick Needham's now in his third season. Um, Trill Williams is another guy that um, you know that they're pretty happy with. Young kid, young kid, and then you got Igmanogany, and um, you know you got to hope that he, <laughs> you know he. <laughs> He produces, you know, you have to have it out of him. I mean, you know, we have to have it. So, you know, you've got some guys back behind our, you know, our, our, our secondary that, that can help out quite a bit. Um, you know, the safety position, you got Brandon Jones back there, who's a safety. And then you got Fedulum, um, you know, who is more of, as you've said it before, a special teams player more so than he is a guy that you want yep. out on the field playing defense in your secondary. Yep. So he, should, uh, he shouldn't be out there unless guys are, you know, in the hospital. <laughs> in the, oh, they have to be in the hospital, not yes. hurt, no. but they have in, to be in, in the, the hospital. hospital. 
<laughs> How about just home, Mike? Not making trips when we when we travel. Right. I, I, we don't I'll want. Ac- guys. I'll accept that. Yeah, we don't want any of our players in the hospital at any point, do we? <laughs> I don't want to see this kid play at any point. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So you know the secondary. Listen, you know as you look at the defense as a whole, you know the, I think that you know the depth is not there at the linebacker position. We got to hope these guys stay healthy. Um, you know, a couple of the starters, you know, have some weaknesses, um, but. You know, that's where them puzzling things together comes in, right? You can very well see Holland come in and do something like they were going to do with Minka a couple right. of years ago. Move him around, make him play uh, a linebacker position in passing situations, you know, um, blitz him. You know, he's this kind of athlete. So I think that's what they were trying to accomplish when they drafted him, replacing uh, Minka. And and what they were going to, what they had envisioned with him. So you know, listen, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I mean, me too. You know, you you look at the team as a whole, and uh, you know, you you look at them, and you're like, man, I'll tell you what. If some of these guys, these young guys like Tua and Waddle and Phillips, you know, step up and they play like number one draft picks, then this team is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. Oh, they will. So, um, you know, set, uh, special teams, uh, you're happy with all the guys we have there, correct? I am. I am. We got to see more out of the punter because, you know, we don't know him that well. But, uh, I, you know, you, you got to be happy with Sanders, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, uh, this kid punted pretty good during the preseason, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Should be good to go in the kicking game. And uh, you got Grant returning, as he should be. Mm-hmm. And Ferguson is a long snapper, as we had last year. He, he did a good job. Yes, he did. After our longtime uh, vet left uh-huh. us, John Denny. Yep, you didn't. You know what, Ferguson? You don't even know who he is, right? Until until he I does don't something know wrong. Who he is. Just you get the snap him, back right. there. That's right. Just get the snaps back there. And Jakeem, you know, I mean, he just he just does punt, kick, return. You know, the whole combination. You know, as far as I'm concerned, he's the best in the business right now. If not the best, then he's got to be a top three. You know, he he returns punts and kicks both extremely well, can take it to the house at any time, and, uh, you know, makes guys miss. You know, he's so quick in his moves. I mean, you know, he's here one second, and he's, you know, five yards the opposite way, a second later, you know, he, he just does a lot of a lot of good things. Uh, the few opportunities he had during the preseason, he showed you that, you know, and yeah. I'm sure he shows them that in practice every day. I'm glad he's still part of this football team. I think that he would have been snatched up immediately had we waived him. And uh, I, you don't ever want to go against this guy. He's that good. Yep. And I'm and I'm glad he's part of the football team. I agree. And uh, you know, I was listening to. Uh, Pat McAfee, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, he's got a uh, podcast. Okay. And he was talking about, you know, how rabid the Dolphin fans are because he evidently said some things yesterday that r- ruffled the feathers of a bunch of fans on Twitter. Okay. And, uh, well, he was talking about the team, and he thinks that uh, they're going to finish third behind New England and uh, the Bills. Okay. So uh, that's what the fans were giving him uh, grief over, I guess. But – uh uh, I wonder, you know, do, do, has New England improved enough to where you can say they would 
win more than 10 games? Well, I mean, you know, right off Jump Street or right off the bat, you know, you're looking at a rookie quarterback, okay? Yeah. So if you feel that – Well, they won this- nine last year. So, you know, with the rookie quarterback, do you think they improved to over 10 or 10 or over? Well, I mean, that's the big question, right? I mean, you know, what this guy's saying is – because as I look at both teams as a whole, right? Uh-huh. You know, you've got a rookie quarterback. Uh, they lost Gilmore for, I believe, the first five or six games of yep. the season. I mean, that's a third of the season right now. Yep, that's and a big loss too. He's absolutely he's one of their best, one of their best defensive players. And when like you lose, we lost Howard, right? <laughs> absolutely, it's a big drop off. It, yep. You know what? It does not allow the rest of your defense to do what they want to do. When you got to shut down cornerback, it frees up your safeties. It allows them to do other things. It allows yep. them to double up on somebody else, right? Or play closer to the line of scrimmage and blow up running plays. Uh, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, the bottom line is this, is that what he's saying is, is that a rookie quarterback is going to outplay our second-year quarterback because that's the only way I see, as you watch, as you, as you look at both of these teams on paper, I see them um, – basically finishing in front of us in regard to our division. That's the only way it's going to happen. If you look at the receiver position, we're better. Mm -hmm. If you look at the tight end position, they signed two very, very good tight ends. But you know what? We've got a nice group of tight ends as well. Mm -hmm. Running backs – both of us are a little bit, you know, shaky. I don't think they have a great stable of running backs. I think they're average. I think we're average, right? So what does it come down to? It comes down to offensive lines, and their offensive line is much better than ours. Much but, better. But the bottom line is this, is that that quarterback's got to outplay Tua. We play them twice this year. That quarterback's got to outplay Tua in both of those games. So basically what he's saying is, is that he feels that their rookie quarterback, who we have not seen play an NFL game yet, is going to be in a better position than our guy. Okay? Um, now, when you go over to the defense and you compare both of these teams – New England's got a very solid defense. There's no question about it. But I'll tell you what, I like ours better. I think our secondary as a whole is better. And I think our guys up front do an outstanding job as well. So with all that being said, you know, I don't think they're that much better than us. I think it comes back to, you know, which which of these two quarterbacks plays better. And I have faith in Tua to, to be the better quarterback. Um, you know, I don't think this kid's going to come out and light it up right right out of the gate. I mean, he may develop into a very solid quarterback, but their offense is not dynamic. You know, they don't have Gronkowski anymore. They don't right. have these uh, Gronkowski. I should Gronkowski. <laughs> Gronkowski. They don't have those type of players. You know, they to me they have a very average offense, right? And they have a rookie quarterback, so. You know, I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. You know, I think that we will finish second to Buffalo, but I think we're going to finish ahead of New England. And this game one, you know, is is vital. I mean, you go up to New England and you beat them. Hey, you know, you're ahead of the game right there and then. I mean, this is a telling game. And right now, I you know, I think that you know, I don't know what you know what the point spread is. I haven't looked Two at it. Two and a half, it. I think. And New England's favored by two yep. and a half. So you see, they, they, you know, they, <laughs> that's nothing. 
you know, mm-hmm. that, that means the game can go either way. I mean, it's right. not like they have them favored by six points or, you know, eight and a half, whatever. I mean, two and a half points is nothing. That's a game that can go either way. I mean, basically the reason they have that two and a half points is because they're, they're at home. home. Yep. Exactly. That's it. That's the, that's the only advantage at that at this point that they have. So, you know, with all that being said – you know, we'll we'll see how we'll see how it goes. You know, I mean, injuries become a big part of this whole thing too. But uh, you know, I have faith in our coaching and our team, and I think we're going to do a, a a really good job. And I think we'll finish ahead of New England. I mean, are you on page with that, or you're? Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough. It really is. You know, flip a coin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, New England. We know we had a lot of guys return, right? We yeah. have a ton of guys that are returning, that played together last year. New England spent more money than anybody in the history of the NFL on free agency, okay? I know. So, Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. They have a ton of, a ton of new pieces. And on top of that, they got a brand new a rookie quarterback. So and they have everybody returning from COVID that uh, opted out last year. Exactly. Guys that haven't played in two years. I mean, listen, you know, on paper, fantastic. Wonderful. You got you signed a lot of good players, right? You got two tight ends, one of which was hurt is hurt already and may not even play in week one. So set them. Yeah, you know, they've got yeah, set them right. It, all the better. The more guys that are injured and not playing in week one, the better off uh we are. We're actually extremely healthy going in the you know, so far. You know, we don't want anybody getting hurt over this two week stretch. It's actually closer to a week now, right? We're getting yeah. uh we've 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 uh we're now a week a week away basically. Actually the season starts a week from today, correct? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, not us, but you know, the NFL season. So, you know, Going into this game, there's a lot of pluses for us. You know, the, the negative is the fact that we've got to go up there. But the positive is, is that the weather is going to be beautiful. You know, we're not going to be looking at snow and it being 15 degrees and these idiot fans throwing snowballs at our players and all that kind of shit. So, you know, we, we've got some positives in regard to playing them early in the season as well. So, Well, we're going to talk about the matchup more in depth uh, Wednesday. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Very, very fired up about that. Um, we're, we're almost there, Mike. We're almost there. We're getting there. We are. Mm-hmm. So with that, Lewis, I think we're going to close it out today. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for joining me this evening. Very, very welcome. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next week, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 